0: Welcome to The Business Kitchen Show, where every week we'll be cooking up some fun recipes to help you succeed in business. Our guests will be sharing time-tested and delicious business recipes, as well as some new cutting-edge ones. Every recipe has a story, and every chef adds their own unique flavor to the dish, just like each business strategy has its own story, and owners work hard to make their mark. Here at The Business Kitchen, you can be sure to find your own recipe for success. To the newest episode of the Business Kitchen Show. Here at the Business Kitchen, we encourage you to look outside the traditional recipe box. I'm your host, Natalia Levy, and I am thrilled to welcome back my co-host Tatiana. Welcome, Tatiana. So you guys we Hi, want to Natalia. make sure that you... Hi, than a little bit so happy to be back. Oh, yes. It's good to have you back. So we have a phenomenal guest today. I am so honored that he is going to be joining us. He's a a dear friend. He is a doctor of chiropractic. He is a mobility specialist. He's a course creator. And here's a fun fact for you. He took a one year sabbatical to travel with a professional baseball team Welcome, Dr. Moses Bernard, to the show. Hi, Moses.
1: Hi, Natalia. Hi, Tatiana. I'm happy to be here.
0: Well, we're thrilled to have you. So can you tell the audience just a little bit about your business or a lot? I know we'll, we'll dive into a lot of juicy, juicy stuff today, but just give us a little brief introduction beyond what I already shared.
1: Cool, so on paper, I am a chiropractor. I have a private practice in Tampa, Florida, and the focus of my practice is really based on teaching people how to use their bodies better. So given that there's 168 hours in the week, I care a lot more about the 167 and a half hours that you aren't in my office versus the tiny sliver of time that you actually are. So I really spend a lot of time teaching people how to live their day-to-day life better, whether that's their workouts, their sitting positions Mm -hmm. at work, uh, how they stretch or how they don't stretch, just kind of giving them useful things to use on a day-to-day basis.
0: sure. Who doesn't want to live better and look better and move better, right? I think we all want to do that. So I have a question. So most people don't think of doctors as business owners, right? So we think of like we go to the doctor to get our stuff fixed, but we don't think of them as creating courses or, you know, like you yourself, running Facebook groups. Uh, So was there a certain point in your career that – helped you to get established that business mindset or did it start from childhood?
1: So it didn't really start from childhood. It did start uh, while I was in chiropractic school. So the school that I went to, fortunately it had a business curriculum. So chiropractic is very different from a lot of branches of medicine or physical therapy even, where you graduate and there's people who are just offering jobs. In the chiropractic Mm -hmm. world, generally, you need to kind of build your own thing from scratch or at the bare minimum, you're going to work underneath someone for a little while just to learn what you need to do to build your own practice. So from even while in chiropractic school, you had to kind of build your own practice within the school to get your credits. Mm -hmm. So the last year of the program was hey you're on your own go out there go find people get them to come into the practice uh you need to do x many exams x many treatments it was you were just kind of thrown to the wolves and it was sink or swim before you even graduated so coming into business i already kind of knew that was going to be happening
2: wow i did not know that (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah So, yeah, uh, not a lot of people really know that with respect to chiropractic so we do have mm -hmm. well at least in my school uh, we do have some business training now it isn't like a ton of business training but it's enough for you for doctors coming out to realize like you're on your Mm -hmm. own just because you're good at moving bones from point a to point b that isn't going Mm -hmm. to be enough to pay your bills
0: that's amazing so were there any books that you found that 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 you've uh, throughout your business journey, uh, how many years are you out of school, Moses? Already, like how many years? I are graduated
1: you out of in '09. I graduated in '09, so it's been over ten years now, which is absolutely oh, yeah. crazy for me to think about because it feels like it was just yesterday.
0: Yeah! Wow! So but, yeah, what as far are as books, yeah.
1: Yeah, sorry. Uh, as far as books are concerned, uh, for I was really fortunate. Right before graduating, I came across Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Workweek, and it didn't really—I didn't read it and be like. Get rich quick and i'm gonna be a millionaire and i'm only gonna be working four hours but it did at least give me the ability to step back and make me think about what kind of lifestyle did i want as i built my business and built my practice so that was kind of running in the background the entire time around the same time i also uh, read the e-myth which is there's a i know there's a healthcare version so there's like an e-myth for doctors and e-myth for chiropractors and it's mm-hmm. Basically looking into how there's this myth of entrepreneurs about how you do thi- you do everything yourself and you never sleep and everything is on your shoulders and great entrepreneurship is really about building good systems. And so I had before our work week there to be looking at how do I want my lifestyle to be as I build this practice. I had the E-Myth there to look at what, how can I be building systems as I'm building my practice. And then the third one that kind of wraps it all together was a book called Book Yourself Solid. And it was really about being crystal clear about what your ideal customer looks like and building your business model based on that. And so from day one, that has been something that I was been super clear on and I've been refining on a day-to-day, month-to-month, year-to-year basis of who exactly mm-hmm. am I communicating to.
0: No, I love Tim yeah. Ferriss, but I also, do you know that I actually had, did my public speaking training with the Michael Pork from that creative Of course workshop. he did. Why, why is that not
2: surprising?
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, Tatiana, I think you had the, the next question, my love. <laughs> Sorry about that.
2: My screen was frozen could, for a second could. there. So we noticed that you have a huge social media following Could you be able to tell us how you increase your visibility for yourself and your business
1: so around 2011 2012 I came across some of Gary Vaynerchuk stuff and he really talked mm-hmm. about how regardless of the business that you're in and the way that you want to communicate with people um, people do business with people that they have relationships with or they want to have relationships with. So going back to you are more than just the product or service that you sell, people want to relate to people. And the more you can communicate who you are as a person, the more likely someone is to want to do business with you. At the same time, he really gave me the idea of just giving away high quality content. So for the past five, six, seven years, even before I had any idea of wanting to do any type of online course, I was just giving away content. So I learned something, I'd give it away. I learned something, I'd give it away. I just wanted to share my views on movement and healthcare and chiropractic with whoever wanted to listen. And because it was being done through that lens of the Michael Port, book yourself solid, know who you're talking to... I just kept mm-hmm. talking to the people who I figured might be receptive to this message. And over the years, it's just mm-hmm. kind of gradually built up a social media following.
2: Right. Yeah, and you've done such brand. an amazing,
0: yeah. And you've done such an amazing right. job with, with creating that following. now I have two questions and just based on what I just heard you say. So when you first started to share that information, uh, with the people, did you have number one, did you have a, target market did you have a mm-hmm. certain um, specific type of clients that you have, or patients that you wanted to reach and then the second question is what was the platform that you found that was most uh, mm-hmm. most effective for you as as a doctor and as a business owner as well mm-hmm.
1: So I think a lot of that is, just has to do with timing. So when I started being active on social media, Instagram was the up-and-coming thing. So that's what I got most comfortable with in terms of creating content and producing content and communicating with my audience. I did have a Facebook account before that, but that was really more of a personal thing. So the Instagram became associated in my brain, in my brain with this is kind of what I'm doing to build up my business. Now, it's interesting that it's come full circle in that I've actually been working a lot more with Facebook groups. So building a community uh, of some of the people who have latched on to some of the ideas that I try to share. So. The Facebook groups is kind of more of the community side of things, and Instagram is more of the continuous content side of things. So those have been the ones that have been the most effective for me. Uh, I've played around with Twitter for a little bit and just couldn't get a feel for it. I never got on board with TikTok. Uh, there's a couple of never really gotten to Snapchat. So, yeah, those are the ones that have
2: worked well for me. I feel the same way about Twitter and TikTok. I was never able to get into those for whatever reason. Instagram and Facebook have have definitely been Mm -hmm. my top choices.
1: (laughs) A really good piece of advice that I got on that, I think it was from Seth Godin, was... You don't need to be on every single platform. The thing Mm -hmm. that matters is that whatever platform you're on, you're actually producing content for it. So whether it is Mm -hmm. Facebook, whether it is Instagram, whether it is old school email, wherever you choose to plant your flag, just make sure that you're continually putting out content for that thing.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So that's a good point of actually making a a commitment to a certain platform, just to reiterate Mm -hmm. to our listeners and viewers.
1: So that is, yeah, one thing that I definitely try to stay on top of is the kind of being or having the native platforms that I'm most comfortable with. I do need to get better at being consistent with my posting because when I have good ideas, Mm -hmm. I'll just post really consistently for three or four weeks straight. And then I'll Mm -hmm. kind of go into a lull or I won't do anything for a week or two. So a little bit more consistent versus the the peaks and the valleys is definitely something I've been working on over the Mm -hmm. last year or so. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and how would you say that you differentiate yourself from other doctors?
1: So this is really been on the movement and mobility thing. And it mm-hmm. was really me trying to scratch my own itch. And so I found mm-hmm. that most of chiropractic, most of physical therapy is based on getting you out of pain. And so there's this continuum from mm-hmm. I'm in pain down here, I have ideal function over here, and most of what we see in healthcare is just about getting you over this pain line. So from me, I'm in pain, I did some treatments, you're now out of pain, you're fine. But that's not really true because you can be out of pain. There's this huge continuum from not being in pain to functioning ideally. And I had things in my body that I knew weren't perfect, but they weren't really painful either. So I started doing all of this continuing education, looking for how can I use ideal function as that gold standard instead of pain as that gold standard. So in searching for that and finding those answers for myself, I realized that there might be some other people who wanted to look at things the same way so my market that ideal customer for me is really myself which is why i get it it's that person who is active they're doing the right things they're in the gym x many days a week they're taking their yoga classes they're doing their stretches on their own they're on the foam roller they're trying to do they're trying to do things to make their body work well but they still know there's another level and they can't quite get there so that is really the main person in the main audience that i try to communicate with
2: Hmm.
0: This is so great. Have you had to change the business model at all due to the pandemic?
1: Absolutely. And the timing worked really, really nicely for this. So I started the idea for an online course. um, I call it called the ultimate spine. I ended up looking at this idea in late 2019. And it ended up being that the official soft launch for this was March 3rd of this year, with the full launch being March 17th, which ended up being the peak of the international travel shutdowns. So right when we got to a place where very few people are leaving their home, at the exact same time I had this online course that launched. So it ended up being this beautifully timed pivot where i was able to look at okay well i'm not really seeing patients in the office anymore let's shift the gears to the online course thing and then as things have changed and um, with people going out in masks and being more comfortable seeing healthcare providers um uh, the core the initial lunch of that course started ramping down around the same time that business started ramping up but now i'm getting to a place where I need to maintain them both. <laughs> so it's right now going to be trying to find the balance of dealing with the brick and mortar practice and dealing with the people who have signed up for the spine course.
2: That was actually my next question for you. I was going to ask <laughs> how do you keep yourself accountable with having to share a message online versus working with your patients in house? Well, fortunately,
1: it's the same message. So the message is, how do you use your body better? and How do you move your body better? And the online course was I just assembled a lot of these strategies that I've been using with patients for the last 10 years and a lot of the ways I've been communicating with patients for the past 10 years and just made a bunch of videos for all of it. And so it's the same content. The issue now is just how do I distribute the time towards the two? But if exactly. I'm posting on social media, well, I'm kind of doing both at the same time. If I'm mm-hmm. creating a video for a specific patient, well, that can now be mm-hmm. something that if I don't use the patient's name can now become part of the mm-hmm. online course. And so they both really feed into each other really nicely. It's mm-hmm. really just an issue of figuring out what chunks of time I'm going to dedicate to each one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: right so, yeah. so how do you, how do you figure it out and and i think that the interesting part is, is that how things and how the timing of everything happened in in the way that worked out for you between you know the closings and the, the pandemic happening and launching the course which has been that you already had so much content and you already had a huge following that you built through consistent engagement with instagram and consistent mm-hmm. engagement through your facebook group which is where you're building communities so that actually already fortunately has allowed you to already have a platform to launch a course now to those doctors that are watching that uh, don't have uh, or don't think that they don't have a platform? Do you have some sort of advice for them on how do they, how do they look at at uh, potentially creating an online course for their patients?
1: Mm-hmm. So a lot of doctors who see themselves as a service, especially if you are a manual service. So you're mm-hmm. a surgeon, you're a chiropractor, you're a massage therapist. Mm-hmm they feel like there isn't really a way to take what they do with their hands and make it something that can be done online and, or mm-hmm. done outside of just using their hands. And there mm-hmm. is always something that you offer that you can teach. So for me, it's really easy because I teach people how to stretch and I teach people how to do specific exercises. So I can package that up. But even if you are a plastic surgeon, Well, there's still aftercare that people do. There's kind of before care that people need to do. So I might be a plastic surgeon, but I could still release a course that is, hey, here are the secrets to keeping healthy skin without plastic surgery. Hey, you just had surgery. Here are some of the things that you can do to maintain it. Here are five mistakes that people make when looking for a surgeon. Whatever it happens to be, Mm -hmm. to use that specific example, there are things that you can do to make your... Thing more course based so it's really looking at what is the thing that you can teach your people not necessarily what is the thing I can do to this person is what can I teach and no matter what industry you're in there's some unique thing or some unique style of communication that you have that you can offer
2: and Moses last question I know we're running out of time what would you say your special ingredient is that contributes to your success
1: So for me, that ingredient is I've always been really interested in the human body. so from grade school to high school to college, I didn't go to school to be a chiropractor. I went to school because I found the body fascinating. And as I was finishing undergrad, chiropractic was the next step of me learning about the body because I find it fascinating. And I do way more continuing education than I need to to maintain my license because I find the body fascinating. Mm-hmm. And just because I continue to go down that road and go, go down that rabbit hole, I've acquired skills of learning about the body that I can share with other people, which mm-hmm. makes me better at my job and it has allowed me to create some different products over the years.
0: I think it's so amazing is that when when we own businesses that we are so passionate and you and I talk about it all the time uh, I do I'm like getting gut health certification right now on top of every, on top of the restaurants and everything but to have that continued education I think it's so important and it and it also it makes us more interesting and makes us better professionals to the the people that we work with. Moses, where can people find you? Where can our listeners and viewers find you, get in touch with you to, to learn more about you?
1: So the easiest would be, uh, like I said, I'm most active on Instagram. Uh, That is just my name, at Moses Bernard. If you're local, and you're interested in becoming a patient, that is going to be at MosesBernard.com. Or sorry, that is going to be (laughs) www.MosesBernard.com. My online course, you can find both places. So there's links to it through my professional website and through my Instagram. So my branding across the entire thing is just my name, Moses Bernard. If you Google that in, you'll find my stuff.
0: we love you so much thank you so much for tuning in you you shared so many amazing insights from really creating specific content pick one platform and really become active at it to Mm continue learning to the four-hour work week Mm -hmm. oh my gosh there's so many great takeaways you probably will want you to rewatch this show and make sure that you connect with dr moses bernard moses thank you so much and we're so grateful for your time today
1: thanks again for having me it's been a lot of fun (laughs)
0: tatiana wow that was incredible what do you think
2: i loved it i've never picked out a brain of a chiropractor before it was really good to hear all that stuff
0: Yeah, and I feel like there's so many, from the perspective of just regular people or the perspective of patients, we never think of of doctors or people who work with, with even with a hand, something hands-on, as to be able to take their business online. So to all of you, connect with Dr. Moses, look him up, see what he has done have him as an example of how to really passionately and from the expertise to share your message. We're so grateful to you for tuning in. And until next time, we'll see you next next Thursday with another great guest. Thank you for tuning in. Healthy intent inspires you to live a healthier life. It's so easy to bump health down the priority list behind the business phone calls, family commitments, and let's face it, anything else, until we are diagnosed with something that forces us to make a change. Their online Healthy Cooking Academy has incredible classes that will help you make significant progress in your kitchen, whether cooking for yourself or your family. Or you can subscribe to Healthy Intent YouTube channel for quick tips and more fun recipes. We all want to look better, feel better, and have more energy for life and business. Start every day with Healthy Intent and follow them at HealthyIntent.com. You've been listening to The Business Kitchen Show. Tune in each week for saucy interviews with business owners and to pick up fresh ingredients for your business success. The conversation continues after each episode on The Business Kitchen Show Facebook page. For the full show menu...